Greetings and welcome to Converging Streams, Interfaith Fellowship in Our Modern World. Our program is a production of the Muncie Interfaith Fellowship and the Unitarian Universalist Church of Muncie. Today's topic is A Call to Service with special guest, Brother James Warner. Today I am at the Geeter Center in Anderson, Indiana, uh, to do a special interview. Of course, today we're talking about how uh, a call to service is something you find in many religious traditions, especially true in the Christian faith. And uh, we are at the Geeter Center today talking to Brother James Warner. Brother Warner has spent the past 30 years broadcasting uh, various radio programs that preach the gospel, uh, share music. Uh, do services, and a very good service reaches a lot of people who may not be able to get out into the community. Uh, he's been doing this for 30 years. Uh, Brother Warner has also spent the past 22 years feeding the hungry. He's a member of the Anderson Zion Baptist Church. That's at 2008 Luai Street in Anderson, uh, Pastor Victor Richardson there. And today we are very pleased to have Brother Warner uh, on Converging Streams and pleased that he's allowed us the opportunity to use the Geeter Center and uh, the production facilities here uh, to speak with him today. We'll be talking to him about uh, his service in the community, uh, his service to the church, his service to God. So Brother Warner, thank you so much for being here today. We really appreciate it. Tony, we want to thank you for thinking enough for me to want to come and to make this interview with me. I wanted to talk about, maybe you can elaborate a little bit, on uh, the past 30 years of broadcasting and, and uh, uh, maybe give us some details what that means to the people that you are reaching. Thank you, Tony. Certainly we will. And so when you get to talking about doing this for others, it does me about as much good as it does the people that, uh, you know, receive and get to hear this. For the Lord have been good to me, and I thank him for allowing me to do this. And our look was when I started this program, were for the sick and shut in, for people that could not get out and attend their churches. And I've got a good workmanship with the different pastors around here. Every so often, some will come in and preach. They Not only to their own member, but to their other members who just wasn't able to make it to their church due to sickness or whatever, you know. And we feel like this is a blessing from God. And I thank him for giving me this view of wanting to do this. And then you said about the, then I think you mentioned that too. Yeah, in the broadcast, we've been in this for 30 years. 30 years, and this broadcast was really put together from a dream. At the time when I dreamed about having this broadcast, I didn't have a quarter, didn't have a sponsor, but as I went to the radio station, told them about what I was wanting to do, and they thought it was good for the city of Anderson, for the community, and they credited me. Up to one year, they said, up to one year, we'll let you stay on there, even though you ain't got a sponsor. If you don't have a sponsor, don't worry about paying the bill. We're going to let you run for at least a year. That was another blessing from God because after that was said and done and I drew up the contract, then I hit the street and I didn't know it was. So many people wanted to help produce this broadcast for the sick, shedding, and the elderly people. From this broadcast, we then ventured out and decided that we would start trying to have a Thanksgiving Day dinner for those that's in need, shut in, can't get out again. And we've been doing that for 22 years, 22 years. This past year, we were blessed to feed 
1,000 and some, 1,084 people that's fed. And this is done again by the community hearing this on the radio. People mm -hmm. hear this broadcast and they knows what I'm doing. And now they got enough faith in me to believe that I'll do what I'll say I'm going to do with their money. And they donate well to this and their time and all to the Thanksgiving Day dinner. I know you have a lot of people who, uh, who support the program. And uh, it, it really has a, a lot of reach beyond just the city of Anderson. I know you have uh, people in Pendleton and uh, Muncie, and I, I believe you even have some people in Indianapolis who, That's right. uh, who are yeah. uh, participants and, and everything that goes on. And uh, I think it's a, it's a testament to uh, what you are doing here. And w one thing that I really find interesting about uh, the way you work your program, I mentioned earlier, we're at the Geeter Center, which is a uh, community building here in Anderson that's open for the public uh, mm -hmm. to use. And what's really, I find, so intriguing and neat about the way you work the program is uh, you don't go to the radio station and, and broadcast from the station, which is, you know, a little tiny closed building. Uh, you come to the Geeter Center, mm -hmm. and uh, you even, you know, spent money on this expensive piece of equipment, uh, right. remote broadcast equipment, mm -hmm. uh, to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's... it's um, very opening to the public to be able to come out and participate in the show, and uh, I think that adds an element of value. And that is so true, Tony. You made the statement about that, Marty. I tell you, those things cost a lot of money. Yes. But, you know, I've been blessed. I've got two. I had the problem with one blowing up, and then I'd come here on a Sunday morning, and I ain't got no Marty. Then I had to, and some more people working with me. Again, people then... They got on the radio and asked for a donation to buy another Marty. And I'm blessed today that I've got two Martys. And again, when you talk about this Gita Center, this is the, this was the focus point and the reason I wanted to come here. I wanted to be able where people could walk in here if they wanted to. If they ain't going to church, if they want to come here before they go to church, mm -hmm. sit right here. We have sometimes just like morning service going on right uh -huh. here. It gets awful hot in here oh, some Sunday morning. <laughs> and I think you are witness to that because you've been right out there oh, running yeah. the board. But the Lord have really blessed this broadcast and he really have blessed me. The Lord has really, really been good to me and certainly I enjoy doing this for the people because I feel like the Lord is pleased with me doing this. And of course you talk about uh, doing services from the Geeter Center and uh, you know you don't I know you don't just play music of course music is, is really uh, one of the main components of the program of but I, I, I recall on several occasions a lot of the material we played wasn't music but it was uh, uh, taped sermons uh -huh. uh, and oftentimes you do live sermons right. as well yeah. uh, which would serve the, the shut-in community and, and even the people who uh, not necessarily were shut in but maybe uh, were going to go to church later and they, they got an extra service that day and that's that's true again right on because the that is so true. There's a lot of them come by here, and like you said, then they're pumped up and they're ready. Then they'll go on to their church. Like my church, uh, uh, we have two services every Sunday. Not every Sunday, but it's scheduled that way. Uh, we have an 8 o'clock service Sunday morning, then we have our 11 o'clock service. So this broadcast, by being from 6 to 8, it catches a lot of them. It gets them up. And get them ready, and they'll come on here and stay until time for them to go to the 8 o'clock service. And when they get there, they're on fire. They're already ready to fire up and rev. Don't have too much to do. The choir don't have to sing too hard. It's really good to be able to do this in the community. And uh, I think one thing we want to mention is, of course, we're talking today uh, to a, a man of, of deep uh, Christian faith.
But the important thing as we talk about you know interfaith worship and well, interfaith traditions and, and, and being, being able to see across religious lines doesn't mean that you give up your own faith, but it means that you serve other people. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's very important that uh, in any faith tradition there is a call to service. And uh, we're talking to Brother Warner today because he is uh, such a, a great shining star of, mm-hmm. of getting into the community and, and serving the community, serving the church, serving God. But any, any person of any faith... Uh, can get out there and and feel that call to service, mm-hmm. and uh, it's great to be able to do that. And uh, I would be remiss if we didn't uh, ask you, Brother Warner, what people can do if they want to support what you're doing here with uh, with the city of Anderson, uh, with the Anderson Zion Baptist Church, or any any effort here in uh, Anderson and East Central Indiana. What can people do to help you out? Thank you, Tony, for asking that. Number one, the first thing I'll say: pray for me. I need the prayer. We need the prayer. Now, 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 I don't know about you, but certainly I know prayer has brought me a long way. And I understand serving God, you can serve him through serving your fellow man. So, and I believe that. I'm a strong believer in trying to serve God and treat my brother and sister the way that I want to be treated. And that is right. That is right. I want you to treat me right, so I'm going to try and treat you right to the best of my ability. Well, Brother Warner, we again want to thank you so very much for uh, giving us the opportunity uh, to speak today. And, uh, you know, one other thing that I want to, on a personal level, um, and I, I really want to make mention of this, is that Brother Warner has done something uh, of great gratitude uh, to, to me. Uh, a good friend of mine was injured uh, in Iraq last year in combat, and uh, he got the opportunity to come home. And uh, Brother Warner was so nice, he uh, he let me tell the people of Anderson and all of East Central Indiana about what had happened to my friend, uh, Private Chris Bowser. And uh, he has sent out the prayer requests, and we had so much support. And I know Chris appreciated it, his mother appreciated it, mm-hmm. I appreciated it. And when Chris finally came home, uh, Brother Warner had us come over, and we yeah. talked about it on the air. Chris gave his, his story and gave his testimony, and, and it was so great. And I know Chris was so grateful for the opportunity. Uh, Brother Chris Bowser from Munson, Indiana, uh, who will come and bring you his testimony in his own way. How you doing today? Um, just came by to talk about um, what happened <clears throat> when I was in Iraq. Um, I was in a grenade attack in which uh, my legs caught most of blast and um, definitely uh, found out that they said I would have trouble walking again. Um, but a benefit was I saved my driver's life with my legs being where they were. So he's alive today because of that. And uh, my healing progress has come by a lot faster. They said a year and a half to two years before I'd be walking again normally and I'm already able to walk without crutches or anything. Just a little bit more rehab on the way and uh, this definitely pulled me a lot closer on my walk because I've been struggling a little bit and uh, there were so many things that made me realize God was there um, none of the shrapnel that hit my legs hit any of my joints or it was mainly just the meaty portions of the leg um, and the main thing that really helped me realize uh, that he was there was the grenade that blew up in the truck blew up about less than a foot away from a box of other grenades that we had. And uh, definitely a big tap on the shoulder saying, you know, here I am, come, come hang out with me. 
So uh, it was a really strong experience with my walk. And uh, I'm anxious to head back to the two churches I attend and give a testimony there and just stay strong with my walk. Well, Anderson, I bear witness today that this gentleman is standing here in our studio. He wasn't wheeled in, he wasn't pushed in, but he walked in the door. Just goes to let you know that God is. And I don't know about you, but I celebrate God for the wonderful things he does in the lives of his people. And we want to say to Brother Chris, be encouraged and be blessed. Uh, whether you know it or not, you represent a type and shadow of Christ. For one man took the suffering that others may be spared. God bless you and you be encouraged. Know that we love you. Thank you. And uh, as, as, as you can see, uh, service is something that is, is essential to the spiritual life, uh, no matter what faith That's you right. take. What color, all that ain't got nothing to do with it. And I would like to get in here and say this, Tony, before I sign. And, and I, you probably remember, I use a slogan as I get ready to leave the air each Sunday morning and each Sunday evening. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. To say something good about somebody. You see, we're too quick to want to run somebody down because I don't like you, or maybe because some of my folk people don't like you. I believe this. You ought to do something good for somebody. If you ain't going to do nothing good for them, then don't do anything. Say something good about somebody. If you ain't going to say, you can't find nothing good to say about an individual, don't say nothing at all. Leave them alone. Thank you for listening to Converging Streams, interfaith fellowship in our modern world. Our program is a production of the Muncie Interfaith Fellowship with content and financial support from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Muncie and technical support from radio stations WCRD and Work FM. Most importantly, we thank you, our listeners and followers, for your support. To connect with Converging Streams, including listening to our entire catalog of past programs, getting our latest new content, and making your own contribution to this program, visit our website, convergingstreams.org. Converging Streams is produced by Tony Piazza, George Wolf, and Thomas Perchlick. Thank you for listening, and have a pleasant week.